Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Sports Plug. My name is Xavier Williams, and I am your host. Today we have joining us Adrian Lunsford, number three field. One of you guys starts 12-time arena football player, a 12 arena football vet um, here joining us today. He's also the owner of Team Ball, uh, a Team Ball Sports, where he helps out with high school recruiting. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself right quick, Adrian, and also uh, let us know more about Team Ball? Okay. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> glad to be on the show. Thanks for having me, um, X. Um, we uh, I have a company. My name is Adrian Lunsford. I have a company. It's uh, BDOC Sports. Um, and what we are, we're committed to connecting parents, athletes, and coaches to the next pro the next opportunity to gain a scholarship. So what we do is we we go out and we help with the recruiting process for parents to understand the recruiting process, athletes to um, understand the recruiting process and coaches to understand the recruiting process. And we can connect those all together so that it is one seamless transition from high school to college and that you understand what you're getting yourself into when you get ready to go off to college and what is necessary for college when you're playing sports at the collegiate level. And we help women's and men's sports, all sports, uh, football, basketball, baseball, soccer, softball, volleyball, lacrosse. Um, and so we, we look to help find scholarships in those areas for all athletes. Well, the reason why I call it BDOC Sports because they cover everything, correct? Yeah, we, we cover everything. Uh, we're, we, the, the acronym BDOC stands for Bow Down or Compete. So we, we compete and we're, we're just trying to make the best opportunity for all the uh, young athletes out there because only 2% of the athletes uh, <clears throat> make, make it to the collegiate level. So to understand that you're playing high school football, you're playing high school volleyball, you're playing high school soccer, whatever the sport is, you're playing in high school. And if there's a hundred of you on the team, only 2% of you make it to college from that 2%. And I know that people go, that, well, that's not true. We have a lot more, but across the country is 2% all the way across the country. You may have a lot on your team, but some teams don't have anybody. So, 100% correct on that one. And just to let everybody know, of course, if you are watching on YouTube or on Facebook, please like and share. Uh, make sure we get some more people watching this uh, episode. And also for the future, make sure you subscribe and check out our other episodes we have coming up. Uh, first question uh, we'd like to present with COVID-19. Should sports even be played this year? Well, I, I feel this way. Um, being a former professional athlete myself, I believe that the professional athletes make enough money and I think that they're um, in a secure place that that it can be def definitely tried with the um, professional athletes because they have the resources. Um, you have the medical staff available. You have the resources to be able to be in a lockdown confined area for multiple you know, days at a time, weeks at a time to where it's not as um, strenuous on say the next level down you go to collegiate well the problem with having 
sports at the collegiate level is these kids are off at college. You're not at home. You're not with your families. You're 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 off away at school. Um, and yes, some of these programs and and overall, yeah, there's a lot of big major Division One programs that could handle the same thing that a professional team can handle. They have the resources. They have the money. But the problem is, is we're looking at the big picture, and there's a lot of schools at the NAI level. And we've already had the, the JUCO um, level already said that they're not playing sport football until spring of 2021. So financially, when you start talking about NCAA, Division III, NAIAs, and NJCA, you know, JUCO level, um, that becomes a little bit different. Yeah, the Division ones, the major, the Power Fives, you know, all of those, they got the money and the resources to be able to play. But overall, no. And then when you get down to the high school level, um, for the seniors that are currently, you know, it's going to be a tough deal because they're trying to get to the next level and trying to get to college and they're trying to do that. But as a parent, I wouldn't want my child out there. Um, you know, I, I just was t- talking to someone the other day about this and the conversation came up and I'd rather see my child play football or baseball or soccer or whatever a year from now than to see them in the ICU for the next year. So. No, I definitely agree. And like you said, with the other big uh, power five schools, big 10 went ahead and said that they are only going to play amongst their conference and they're not going, they're going to continue to stay in their own little bubble in their conference and play amongst themselves. We had the Ivy League cancel their their season already, mostly, of course, because of funding. Even though it is a D1 school, let's, you know, let's remember, that's not where they get their money from, is through sports. So they went ahead and canceled their season. Um, will we see the same from the SEC? Will we see the same from the Pac-12? Will they follow suit? Um, you know, it's it's tough to say because those are money-driven, those are money-driven, um, sports-driven drives the money sports drives the money at, on those those platforms and you know we can look at it however we want to say but the sec without football and basketball and you know the the major sports baseball that's what drives their revenue and so for them you know the pac-10 same thing it's it's it's, it's revenue driven through sports so you know their powers to be would have to make that decision um, the only thing I would say that the, the real concerning factor is at this point in time is I just wish that the powers to be that make the decisions would make a decision one way or the other. Whether you're right or wrong, you make a decision so that people can move on and figure out what they're doing. Um, it's almost just as bad leaving all these people in limbo, you know, trying to wonder whether or not they're going to play, not going to play, where their future lies so that they can start moving on with what they need to do next, the next step. And you can say that you're going to think both ways. You can say, oh, well, what if we play? What if we don't play? But the reality is you need to know what to do so you can make a, a, a real, Fair. A real yeah. decision. And I definitely agree. Um, also, another big question is, like we talked about before, would you sign a waiver to let your son or daughter play high school sports this year? That is a big question to have going on, especially in the Texas area, because we know how it is when it comes to football for this upcoming season. Would you allow your son to play football this year if they had to sign a waiver? 
Well, if they had to sign a waiver, um, I would say no <clears throat> because of the um, – I wouldn't want to to allow the schools or the people in charge off the hook because by signing a waiver, you're saying that if something happens, then they can be more and more negligent that way. They're not as responsible because you've signed a waiver saying that if something happens, that you're not going to hold them liable. Well, when you got that insurance policy in your back pocket going, hey, they signed a waiver, so be it. Um, I don't think that you take the you don't put uh, the kids safety first. Everybody can say what they want to say. And there's going to be people that do the right thing. There's going to be people that do the wrong thing. You know, I'm not in that position. I wouldn't want to be a person that has to hold it, you know, be accountable for the fact that. Someone signed a waiver and something happened to their to their their kid, you know, or their their athlete. Um, I wouldn't want to be the person on the other end if it's my child that happens. And, and I did sign a waiver because you're still going to go look for the negligence in what happened. Well, were y'all sanitary? Was this that was what all happened and vice versa? If the 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 school is doing everything that they're supposed to do, they're de- they're trying to defend themselves and something still happens. Now they have people that signed a waiver. How do you not feel guilty about that? You know, so at this point in time, I think that it's much better that if they just waited in high school sports um, and waited and played in the spring and just gave it time to clear up and, and just give, just give it time to adjust. Um, the football season is going to be a football season. A, a, a kid that's been playing football for all the way up to the 12th grade or, you know, now they're a senior uh, waiting another three, four months to play football is not going to change their abilities. I mean, it's not, it's not like sitting out for two or three years and then three years, yeah. right. You're sitting out for a few months. Um, it gives you a chance to train. It gives you a chance to get better. Um, all of those things that you can do to, to make yourself a, a more ready football player, but more so, And what I like to talk about is the academic side. This gives you an opportunity to get yourself prepared for the collegiate level. Okay, you're not going to play. You're not going to play sports right now. Well, now's the time to start thinking about the other aspect of what it goes with getting a scholarship. And that's the academic side. Well, now we can take advantage of the academics, get all of that cleared up. SATs, ACTs, get that those testing with a clear mind, with nothing on your on your plate. You can take the test try to test it, get everything squared away, lined up for college. And then all you have to worry about is playing college football or playing high school football your senior year or high school sports, I should say. And that's something that you provide with VDOC Sports that allows these high school kids to make sure that they get what they need to have taken care of before their junior or senior year to where they don't have to worry about that. And they just have to go out and go worry about playing football. That's something that you provide with your, with your company, correct? Yes. Um, with our, with my company, we, we, by the time you're a junior, you're done with everything that needs to be done as far as being prepared for the, the collegiate level. We send out daily videos, um, 365 days straight where there's a daily video talking about um, where, what you need to do in college. We match you up with colleges that match your profile. Uh, we help you with the recruiting process. We give you a 365 today, a daily to-do list. Uh, We provide you with a a playbook, a game plan of what is next for you and your parents. 
Um, and we help you after college. We help you during college because there's kids that want to transfer once they get to college. And we talk about that and we help you with that process, too. But the main thing is, is that we help you from the start so that you're not, you know, I, I didn't see COVID coming um, by no stretch of the imagination. But the people that were in our system and already a, available to us and had already signed up with us and joined our program, they flourished in this time because they were already prepared. They didn't have to all of a sudden try to come up with a new game plan. The game plan was already in place. If this is their, if they don't get to play a senior year, well, the offers that they've been offered their junior year, well, we'll take those offers. You're still going to get an opportunity to go play football or basketball or baseball or soccer, and you can take an opportunity at, at that point in time to be able to um, make yourself – ready for college and and that's what we're doing now we and we definitely appreciate that the the next generation i think they this is something that they won't even understand and grasp until they go through it and they see like man we we were helped tremendously compared to the generations prior to us because i'm only 29 you know i went through the recruiting process myself when i was in high school and it's nothing like it is to this day and it's only just 10 to 11 years ago when I was in high school, where this was again before huddle, even where right. you had to have your 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 uh your highlight tapes, of course, on CDs and have them shipped out to wherever you're trying to you know go to. And of course, even when you were in high school, pretty sure it was on VHSs. Yes. So now you can so now you can make a Twitter account and put your highlight tape or, or you know and do different things, hashtag it to where you can get the look of an Oklahoma scout. And all of a sudden, you get an you get an opportunity to play in Oklahoma that you probably wouldn't have if it wasn't for Twitter. Correct. Correct. Now, it also again with the high school guys and and also women when it comes to their perspective sports as well. What happens with these high school seniors and also again college as well? Those college seniors, if they do decide two things, what if they do cancel their season? You know, will they allow high school wise? Will they allow you to come back and play another year? College, will you grant them another year, redshirt wise, and, and allow them to stay and, and, and finish off their career? Uh, I'm sorry, finish off their last year to be able to play at the next level? Because you know, a lot of these guys are trying to make sure that they get to the next level so they can make sure that they get that check. A lot of you guys are not going to college to go to college. You know, you know what I mean. So a lot of these guys are in college. They should have played for three or four years so they can get to the next level. And if they're not, they can miss out on this one season, what happens? Well, hopefully, um, if they don't have a season, that they go ahead and grant all those um, young men and young women um, the opportunity to play another year. Um, that would be my my thoughts. And, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of, like I said, there's a lot of red tape and a lot of things that go on behind the scenes that we don't get to see and don't understand and don't know the ins and outs of, you know, how the, the system works for high school and college. But overall, I would hope that if they decide to cancel that they go ahead. I mean, because it's not affecting just one group of one group of people. You're, you're, you got to think if you're not letting anybody come from high school to college, you're not letting anybody go from college to the pros. You're the, the same group of people are still playing at the same level. You're not you're not um, making it an unfair advantage because a high school kid that doesn't go to college this year and stays and plays another year. Would be a freshman in college. Well, 
other than the five-star recruits who are already recruited and already yeah. already got a, a scholarship offer and are locked in, they're not going to be a a, a major contributing factor at a, at a col- at the collegiate level. They're going to be a practice player. They're going to be so a development year at the high school level is the same thing as a development year at the collegiate level, and they're getting an opportunity to showcase their skills, and they may develop into some a better player. So just take I'll take myself for instance. You know, coming out of high school, I wasn't wasn't the wasn't the kid that was a D1 kid. You know, it just I didn't have the the look, and you know, it wasn't I wasn't a big kid at all. But after one year of being in the college, after my freshman year of being in the college, lifting weights, training table, and everything, I seen what a D1 kid looked like and realized, wow, this is what one year has done for me. I gained 20 pounds of muscle. I got faster. And just things developed for me. And now the D1 schools are, are calling me and recruiting me from the college that I'm at. So it, it's, it's an opportunity for them. And for the kids going from college to the pros, you know, that's their livelihood. There's, there's kids that are going to try to make money, and that's what they're at college for, um, is to try to get to the next level. You can't go, especially in football, you can't play professional sports unless you – professional football unless you put in three years of college academic time or three years away from high school. So either way – for them, they have to got to put put it into perspective to give them an opportunity to be able to maybe sit out a year if the season is completely canceled. Now, I definitely agree because you know, on a senior level, it's not like we're doing little league World Series type of things, whereas you know, thirteen years old going against eleven year old, you know, it's you know, and we do also know certain certain high schools, there are people that are 18, 19 and are still on high school rosters from time to time. So I definitely understand and, and definitely agree on if you're going to extend that year for everybody, it, it definitely makes sense. Um, I don't think anybody would have a problem with it, but like the quote you had before, before we got on live, if you want to repeat it again, with what you said, uh, the parents said about being able to see their kids for this year and not next year. Yeah, if, you know, the, the, the quote that I've, you know, I've been talking about is the fact that I would, if I, as a parent, and I have a daughter, but she's graduated and gone off, you know, she's actually, she was in school with you, ex, so you know, know of her, so um, y'all graduated at the same time. She, um, if, if I had a daughter or a son that was playing sports, I wouldn't want to see them this year play in order for me to see them one year later in IC year. So I would rather wait one complete year and be able to see them truly play than to see them now in ICU for the next year, um, you know, because of this COVID or something, something they're sick or whatever the case may be. I had my, my high school coach's um, wife fought for 88 days um, battled against COVID-19 and, and, and lost the battle. So, you know, for 88 days, she struggled with the, uh, with the virus. It's, it's a sport. I, you'll be able to play again. Um, and you'll be able to see your child play again. And that would be much more important to me to be able to see my child play again than to 
really be concerned about the fact that we're, you know, one year, one year in um, just because you want to play right now. No, I, I definitely agree, Adrian. And I don't have kids yet, but if I was a parent, I would definitely have to look out for the greater good for my child, especially if they're, you know, 15, 16, 17, 18. Coming from somebody that is 29 years old, they're going to have plenty of football years left, and I promise you guys. Uh, it might seem like it is the end, but if your child is good enough and wants to keep on playing, they will find a way after the season is over with to rebuild, rebound, and and keep on continuing playing. So. Um, this is COVID nineteen something that we're all adjusted to. You know, I would I would love to be somewhere else covering a game, but you know, here we are doing this interview, and it's just you know, it is what it is. So. No doubt. Um, just the thing is, is that most everyone needs to understand that you know everybody has their opinion. So you know, I'm not saying that my opinion's right, and I don't you know, and and those that disagree with me, that's fine that they disagree. Um, you know, it's it's a matter of handling your own personal business. But the problem is, is that we're trying to rely on a collective group of young men and young women at all levels to do the exact same thing. When we don't do the exact same thing, you know, everybody doesn't wash their hands the same way. Everybody doesn't um, take a shower the same way. Everybody doesn't wear a mask the same way. Everyone doesn't have the same type of mask. You know, some masks may work better than others. Some don't use hand sanitizer. Some do use hand hand sanitizer. You know, some, you know, just have different things that you're trying to, we're, we're concerned about, and we're trying to collectively make everybody do that one thing. Like, okay, we're going to make sure everybody is doing exactly the same thing. That's very difficult. I mean, it's, it, it, and and for this to be as new as it is, I, I don't understand why we can't just step back, figure it out, and then move forward instead of going two steps forward to come four steps back, you know, so. No, I, like, I definitely agree on where you're coming from. And, again, I just want to appreciate – I just want to say I appreciate you for, for joining Sports Bug today. We'll definitely have you on in the future. Uh, stay safe out there, and uh, we'll see you next time, Adrian. All right. Thank you.